Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Ankry and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still the zone at the Little Rock Touchdown Club is brought to you by Arkansas Urology, the state's leader for urological care. With unmatched expertise, state-of-the-art facilities, and the latest technology, Arkansas Urology is well-equipped to provide world-class care for all Arkansans. Clinics now open in Benton, Conway, Little Rock, and North Little Rock. Learn more at ArkansasUrology.com. this week was to perform, perform for them because they'd been sticking with us and been out there like they did. And uh, so I'm really very happy that they came out and, and uh, supported us again and very disappointed that we couldn't uh, do a much better job than what we did. Yep. Well, welcome into the zone on a Monday. Justin Acre and Westmore, and uh, I'll apologize in advance for my voice. It's not very good. I had to scream at the end of the game on Saturday. Didn't have to, but I, I became an unprofessional professional on Saturday night and became a fan. And uh, Central Arkansas pulled one out of their butt. Arkansas did not pull one out of their butt. And well, if they I did. If, well, they they, they pu- did. They pulled something out of their butt. That's not yours. You're right, are you on that? Anyway, yeah. If they uh, if I'd been watching that, I would have been screaming too, but for a whole different reason. I thought that's what, uh, why you were uh, losing your voice, because you were screaming at the TV watching the uh, Razorbacks replay. I'm going to give you full full disclosure. No, don't do it. Yeah, I'm going to give you full disclosure. I always go back and watch Razorback games after UCA games when they have to uh, be at the same time. I'll do the same thing for basketball. I didn't make an effort to go back and watch one second of that game on Saturday. Didn't care. I was following the score. It was 7 nothing. It was 14 nothing. I mean, they were getting pounded, and I'm like, oh, boy. And by the end of it, I'm like, oh, dear Lord. I did not go back and watch one second of it. I'm sorry if I'm derelict in my duties. If you guys want to hold it against me, feel free. I just couldn't subject myself you, to that. I've suffered enough. You don't I, need to watch it. There's no point. Th- thanks, Christian. I asked uh, some buddies because uh, Saturday night I was going to come home after the UCA game and watch it. Obviously, I was full of adrenaline after watching UCA's finish and couldn't go to bed. And I said, no, nah, I'm not going to do it tonight. I, I just, I'm in a good mood. You know, I feel good. I'm not going to watch that trash. And I asked some buddies, and they're like, no, don't, don't, don't go back. I watched the first quarter. I was able, you know, we didn't go on the air till four o'clock, so I, I was watching the first hour of the Razorback game while we were getting ready. And it was trash. And they said and nothing changed. The only thing, if you want to go back and watch something, go watch Chris Well. <laughs> that, that's it. That was it. He made a really nice pass, and he ran around pretty well. Yeah, Yeah. and so I'm right there with you, and I'm not apologizing. I'm not going back and watching that crap. They played like it, and they they played like they didn't care, and if they don't care, I don't care. Whoa. So I'm not going to watch it. 
Uh, Arkansas lost over the weekend to Auburn, if you haven't heard yet. So we need to talk about it. And if you want to weigh in, feel free. Also, if you missed it this morning, Mississippi State has let Will Arnett go. Will Arnett? That's Zach. not right. Zach Arnett. Will Arnett's Will Arnett's the actor. An actor. <laughs> but you know what? He does, he does about as good a job coaching a football team as, as Zach does. So I, I was not confident in that deal. It was a tough situation they were put into with Coach Leach passing away. Virtually unprecedented for any athletic director or football program. Thank God. It's not something you see very often. But that was not the move. And so the good news for them is, and I understand it. I don't think anybody's going to fault them for it. But you got to go out and get yourself a real head coach now. And obviously everybody knows what happened with Jimbo. The difference is obviously they've got the deepest oil pockets you ever could want. And they'll write an $80 million check and not think twice about it. Arkansas doesn't have that ability. Luckily, Sam Pittman doesn't have an $80 million buyout. So, you know, the question becomes, does Hunter get his hand forced in this situation? Or can you somehow sell to the fan base that if we go another year with Coach Pittman, changes can come about that will result in a different outcome next year and more success? I thought Saturday was the forcing of the hand. You know, when I have... um Average fans, not the hardcore football fans. But you, you know, we, you and I usually talk to them. I mean, I'd say these are our listeners are pretty much hardcore fans. Mm-hmm. There may be some casual fans in here, but yeah, I agree. Uh, but when I have casual fans talking to me and saying well, that's that's it, right? They got to fire him. When they realize it, I think the writing's on the wall. When someone who doesn't follow Razorback football intently or college football. And they realize and believe it's time to move on. I think we all know it's time to move on. It's it. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm I'm usually slower than everybody else is on these things. I don't understand how Arkansas can only run 52 plays in a football game. Well, when you go three and out, I realize, but the first still, four or five drives. I, I don't know when they finally got their first first down. Well, they also I think got the first free, four drives they went three and out. You got an extra possession too because of the punt return. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's just wild to me. I don't even know how that can happen. That's so bad. And Auburn was just a methodic you drive, you know, eight yards here, six yards here. Well, they ran it like crazy. Yeah, that, that's the, the one clock's thing. ticking, so it was a faster game. When we do, I did not see that coming. Arkansas giving up 350-plus rush yards, I would have never have believed what happened. You know, we, we know about the offensive line issues and, and how bad the offensive line is. Watching what I, little I watched, uh, the offensive line was porous. Uh, they couldn't open any holes. KJ couldn't did ha- not have any time to throw, but they had Auburn made a big change compared to Florida. They put a spy on KJ, and when KJ would get away from the blitz or uh, uh, someone was coming in untouched and escape the pocket, Florida had a spy there ready for KJ, and he couldn't run around and make plays like he did against Florida. That was that was a big difference in this game. Uh, and that was smart by Auburn. The biggest surprise to me is the defense. This defense laid an egg, and I, I did not see that coming because the defense, for the most part, has been really good this year. Mm-hmm. And they they love and respect the heck out of their defensive coordinator and their coaches. And he's an Auburn guy. This is a game that meant a lot to him. And I thought they were going to play inspired for him even though they were coming off their Super Bowl against Florida. I thought the defense would be there, and it would be like a lot of other games. Defense would keep them in it, and the offense, if you know, if they could manage to you know, put some scores together, a couple drives, KJ make a couple plays, and they'd win this game. But for the defense to come out and play like that, that was the most shocking thing to me. They, they, they looked like they didn't want to be there. They looked like, hey, we won last week. We did what we wanted to do. We're done. Mm-hmm. And that was the surprising thing. So we have a question of the day today, and it's related to Jim Harbaugh, not related to Sam Pittman, because the morning show asked the perfect Sam Pittman question. What would you do if you were Sam Pittman? You can vote on that at 1037thebuzz uh, on our Twitter page there. Fire Sam now, fire Sam at the end of the year, and give Pittman one more year. Those are the. What would you do if you're Hunter Urichek? Yeah. Yep. Okay. You said Sam Pittman. Oh, yeah, what would you do if you're Hunter Urichek about Sam Pittman? Yeah. Sorry. Um. Right now, fire Sam Pittman now or at the end of the season is 75% of the vote. Um, I just, I'm curious to see if there's a navigable course for him to keep his head coach. I don't see that. No. I don't see a path. I don't think he gets fired technically. Or I think Coach Pittman's going to retire. I think he's going to step away. I think it's going to be for the love of the program. I'm going to move on. It's time to bring someone else in here. You're basing that on is all conjecture. You're saying yes. This is my gut. This this is the way I feel. 
Um, I I just think the the respect that not only that Hunter Yurchek has, but, but the state. I think the state. This is a Mike Anderson type feel. Yep. Uh, everybody likes Coach Pittman, but you know the but. Um, so I don't think it's going to be ugly. I, I believe they're going to give him that opportunity. I think he'll take that opportunity. Once again, this is me, my feelings, and so, I, I think he just walks away, retires at the end. They negotiate something, and uh, he, he he because look he he's going to live here for the rest of his life. He's already said that he's retiring on Lake Hamilton. He loves Arkansas, and so you don't want to tarnish the legacy even more. You know what's happened on the field is what's happened on the field, but you want to leave on good terms because mm-hmm. you're going to be here the rest of your life. He loves Arkansas, and yeah. he wants Arkansas still to love him. So I think there's a way to make this work so everybody walks away happy. What, what's the official bio? 11, 12? What is it? Do you know? I don't I don't know, but for some reason the number 8 came into my mind. Okay. Well, whatever it is, I think I got to think that, yeah, there's a negotiable, like, hey, look, I'll walk away. Give me this much. That way you don't have to fire me. I'll make it easier on you. You make it easier on me. Write me a check, and we'll go. And we'll see if that happens. Yeah. Um, the problem is Jimmy Sexton. Jimmy Sexton's a greedy SOB, and I don't know if he'll let a guy walk away from two or three or four or five million dollars, even if he wants to. So we'll see. Because by the way, Jimmy gets you know percentage of that. Gets a percentage. Yeah. Of that. Um, the other thing it is, and I saw this this morning. Obviously, we got uh, Jimbo getting canned. We've got some sound from um, Bjork, the AD over there. Um, his negotiation, and I assume he's got Jimmy too was so good that he can walk away with all that money after being fired and he can go get another job tomorrow making $7 million and not $1 goes back to a no. It is the best deal ever made by a coach and another reminder of why this is such a clown show with these contracts. Yeah, the AD that, that agreed to that contract should be fired. I don't he, know who it was. was he, it, is he still there? Is it the same AD? Is it Bjork? Bjork came over from Ole Miss a few years ago, I think, after Jimbo was already there. It's, it's, it's terrible. You know, when I read that, I was like, that's, that's laughable. Not only did you have this humongous buyout, there's a clause in there that it's not offset by future earnings. Right. It is it's his to keep. It's insane. I saw a stat that I think it was the number could be off here or there, but uh, his first job as offensive coordinator at Samford. Mm-hmm. He made like twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah. He's gonna get paid twenty six thousand dollars every single day during the terms of this buyout. That's amazing. Good for him. Yeah, good you know dude, you got it. Uh, Michigan did not have a problem with Penn State as predicted in the zone last week. Made it the lock of the week. Way to go, Good job. team. Uh, we've got some sound from their interim coach, who I thought did a fine job, obviously. They didn't have a whole lot of problem with it. I mean, Michigan's just better than Penn State. We knew that going in. I just The only issue was going to be going on the road. By the way, Penn State's uh, stadium looked amazing. Yeah, they yeah. striped it with they blue did. and white. It looked Good so job. good. Um, so they, they made it look neat when they got their butts kicked. It was really impressive. Um, Christian, how about a little bit from uh, Sharon Moore, the... Interim head coach after the game, a little bit profane here. I'm sure it's properly bleeped, but I thought it was a great bite. Just in a complete release of emotion. To win on the road in this environment when there were doubts. Sharon, what does it mean to you? Well, I thank the Lord. Well, I thank Coach Harbaugh. Love you, man. Love the out of you, man. This is for you. For this university, the president. Our AD, we got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. These guys right here, these guys right here, man. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. Talk to him, man. Love you. Thank you, Coach. Yeah. Uh, for future journalists, two things. And it, got, it elicited a very good response. I'll give her credit for that. Don't ask somebody, what does it mean to you? It's lazy and lame. It's so pathetic. Ask a real question. Uh, that one, again, elicited a very good response, but you can ask it a different way. I cannot stand that. And then the other thing is, and she didn't say it, but I'm just saying generally another reminder talk about. Wes, talk about the game this weekend. Is that a question? No, it's not a question. It's a question. It's, you're telling me it's what a statement. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's trying to elicit a response, but it's lame and lazy. Don't be that guy or girl. All right. Uh, we got callers on the line. No surprise. Uh, speaking of raw emotion, yes, I lost my voice, so I'm sorry again. Uh, maybe we can play that clip a little bit later when I lost my mind. Um, and I do appreciate HB sitting in. Christian, you, you picked a well, – it wasn't really your fault. I know you had other stuff going on, but uh, you, you missed a good one on Saturday. My gosh, what a crazy game. 
Yeah, I saw the I saw the uh, stuff on Twitter, and I was like, wow. It seems like stuff like this happens every single week with UCA. Yes, it does. They are the most dramatic team I've ever seen. This has been the craziest year I've ever called, and I've been doing it for 17 years, so it's pretty wild. Uh, by the way, game ball will give an early game ball to Scott Maxfield and the Henderson State Reddies, winning the Battle of the Ravine and earning their way into the Division II postseason uh, event. And uh, Harding obviously undefeated the Bisons. Bisons also going to the postseason. So uh, we'll talk about both of them. Actually, Coach Maxfield is going to join us at the bottom of the 11 o'clock hour. Uh, Ryan McGee is the guest here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club, brought to you by Arkansas Urology, and we've got Clint Sterner in about eight or nine minutes. So let's get through a few calls here, and uh, we will get to our break. What's up, Mizzou Maniac? Congratulations. A dominating performance yeah, over the weekend for the big Tigers. Win. Big win. Man, I'm, I, thanks, Justin. I appreciate it. Tigers are rolling. Uh, but I, want, I wanted to comment on the, the Pittman uh, saga that's going on. and uh, You know, I, you guys ever seen the movie uh, The Notebook, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, I think if, if, if you're a Razorback fan, if you're the AD, if, you know, you're making a coaching change, change you, you got to bring Gus in here. Okay, this is this is kind of like the notebook. They've gone their separate ways for so many years. There's been these feelings. They've fallen in love, fallen in love with other people, other programs, other situations, and now the stars are aligning to bring them back together. And now they're 50 something years old, and they live the rest of their lives together. You get to retain Travis Williams and the defensive staff. Staff. They're on an uptick. They've been solid. Okay, and then you know Gus is going to win you. He's going to win you, you know, seven eight games, and then and then occasionally have the nine ten. And if you're an Arkansas fan, you're happy. I mean, what else what else do you do from there? And I've heard the name Barry Odom brought up. Okay, but Barry Odom was at at Mizzou. He was he was pretty good. Just bare minimum. Okay. Mediocre. Okay. Uh, just like well, drink, gotta, drink you, was last yeah. year. So, yeah. I don't want to hear Barry O's name, but uh, I just players' comments okay. on that. I don't want to hear uh, Gus Malzahn's name either. Thanks for the call. Uh, Gus Malzahn is not an option in my book after he used Arkansas the last time around. I just don't see it happening. I think there's too much bad blood there. You're going to divide the fan base right out of the gate. Is he a good coach? You bet. Obviously, they got a huge win this weekend. They also blew a 28-point lead to Baylor this year. I don't think his coaching credentials are really up for debate. He's a good coach. I just think there's too much baggage there. I don't see it happening. Uh, enjoy your time at Missouri right now, bud. I mean, you got a good coach. Eli's been been a good hire, obviously. It is frustrating when you see other options Arkansas had. Uh, as you remember, and again, I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe Coach Pittman will be back next year. I wasn't. That wasn't my first choice by any means. Um, but I, I don't know what they're going to do now. I just don't see Gus being the answer. No. no. And the head coach that they bring in is not going to re- – unless he has a prior relationship with Coach Williams. Well, Gus – tell your – your new head coach, oh, but you're keeping this defensive guy. Uh, no. Are you hiring me to be the head coach or not? Where did Williams come from? UCF. He's got a relationship. But I don't think Gus is going to be the guy, so it's not going to matter. Yeah. Um, I don't know who I would want. I hadn't really thought at long and hard about who I think they could get that I would want if, in fact, they make a move. Let's not start doing the coaching hire thing until they actually make a move. Let's wait and see. By the way, Sam Pittman is speaking to the media today per usual, so we'll see what he has to say, if anything. He did uh, address job security after the game. Christian, we can play that clip into the break. What's up, JW? Surprise, 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 boys. Oh, no, it's not, because I've been telling you all that. JW took a lot of heat for about a month and a half, but he's been speaking facts from day one. And now you all are getting on board. I'm glad you all to see it. Uh, you know what I hear about is the SEC is the top of the dog. Well, it's about time Arkansas starts acting like it. I'm not saying the AD is in any kind of shape, form, fashion uh, to be put out or anything like that. But this next hire, if Arkansas wants to be in the SEC, and we hear about it every year coming into the season about how great it is, it's better than It's about time we start hiring coaches and not not coordinators and act like it. Other SEC officials or or coaches are being fired for doing way less. I don't I don't understand I, I don't understand what the question is. If you want to be mediocre, then suck it up and keep hiring him. 
Pittman's your guy. That's what I heard from day one. If you want to be in the SEC, you want to be you want to be competitive. You want players to come here. You don't wait another year because I'll tell you what's going to happen. Pittman's went down every year that he's gotten. I'm, he won nine games with Chad Moore's players three years. I'm tired of hearing that. If you want to be talked about with respect, give yourself respect and start acting like it. This next hire needs to be done right on the hill. Or need because this is the money maker. Football's the money maker. People walked out in the third and half time. Yeah. Chad Moore's five. Yeah, yep. you want to hang on to a coach? I'm just saying, I told y'all so. Have a good day. JW, listen, let me tell you something. And I appreciate your call. When I was a child, my grandfather used to tell me, nobody likes a whiner. You know what people hate worse than that? I told Don't you so, guy. Don't be a douche. <laughs> the old JW is back today. Yeah, you may, Last week's JW. Yeah, last week you were feeling a lot better, weren't you, after they won? See, the problem with you guys, guys like JW are, you're completely looking at things like a, in, in just a, a, a like a one-week span. It's like that's you can't ride the roller coasters. He was feeling a lot more optimistic last week, wasn't he? Didn't he feel a lot better last week? Yeah. I think he did. Yeah, he I mean, I, again, the other thing is, too, like, you know, you look at outcomes, and that's all people base it on, and it's a wins and losses job. But there's a standard of play that needs to be met, and obviously this last weekend it wasn't met. Now, again, Ole Miss, Alabama, LSU, Arkansas is a score away in all those games. So, again, I wasn't freaking out after those games. I was disappointed, but I wasn't freaking out. Mm-hmm. But this is one where it's like, okay. And I'm usually slower than most people are to want to pull the rug out. He is right on one thing. This you got to go out and get a guy if you want to compete in the SEC, that, and that's going to be that's a difference maker as a head coach. Who's the muscleman of football? That's what they got to find. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I didn't know muscleman was the muscleman of basketball until they hired him. But that's why AD, the AD is paid like he is. Yeah, he's uh, look. He's done a great job in other hires. You got to have faith that yep. you know he can do that in football and find the guy. But and you got to have the money. You know, we like spending their money, right? You got to go out and spend ten million dollars. Do they have that ten million? You know, where are they going to get that ten million? We also have to pay off the players, Sam and his. Yeah. No, I mean Sam and oh, his, yeah. his staff too. Yeah. So, for all the the JWs out there, it's time to call the foundation, start making the monthly donation, yeah, and help out with this hire. Yeah, because you bought season tickets doesn't give you the to give you a whole lot of pull. I don't think. David, what's up? Hey, uh, uh, hey, listen, I've called in a few times before, and y'all y'all know y'all know me. I'm no knee jerk reaction, you know. Uh, try to control yourself, uh, quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, you know. But listen, here is what's unacceptable. It's not the wins and the losses. Sure, we want to win every game. As a Razorback fan, I have watched about four different games this season where you could have not been able to tell really if the players acted like they cared if they were out there or not. And this is a terrible feeling for a Razorback fan while they're watching the football game. It's like, this is dead. It's 4 o'clock in the morning, like my dad used to say when he was alive. And that is the part that is totally unacceptable. It's a trend now. It's not a one-time thing. And the uh, Florida game evidently was fool's gold because it happened again just when we thought it would not. And this is totally unacceptable. For So evidently, they're 0-3 on the last hires for the football coach. And uh, even my pastor, who loved Coach Pittman and Razorback Sports, said, he's got to go. And I yeah. almost fell out. But uh, I don't see any other choice. We're, we're 0-3. It's got to be fixed. Or they might as well just call Coach Anderson and ask if he can coach football, too. Thanks. Huh. Thanks, David. All right, Rebecca, real quick, we're coming up on the break. How are you? I'm fine. How about those reddies? I'm happy we knocked Washington out of the playoffs. But move, Coach Pittman acts like he doesn't even want to be there in that press conference that I saw on the news that night. <laughs> sure he he said, I, I wouldn't want to be the there either. <laughs> I, I know that, but he said, I don't know what the problem is. I look good all week. We didn't practice like that. That tells me he, he just doesn't want to be there. So, and... When my husband asked me, is there another game we can watch, then I know it's back. Because my husband will watch a Razorbacks game until the very end. But thankfully, I remembered my Reddies were playing, and I got to airplay that on the TV. Y'all have a great day. I love my Reddies. Goodbye. Here's Sam Pittman on his job security. 
And we will be back with Clint Sterner on the other side of the break. Thanks for being with us. You're listening to The Zone from the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Brian McGee is our guest today. We'll visit with him in a bit. He works for ESPN. Maybe you heard of him. And uh, we've also got Scott Maxfield coming up. Yep. 11.30. For Rebecca's Readies. Yep. And uh, Rebecca's yeah. Readies. Rebecca's Readies. Did not know that. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I know she's probably mentioned it before, but usually she's calling up barking about the Chiefs or the Royals, so I don't usually get to hear anything about her ready love. Anyway, we'll be back. Here's uh, Coach Pittman. I'm not. Uh, and let me say that, let me say why. Because um, it's never been about my, me being the head coach. It's been about me uh, and these kids. So, uh, uh, but to answer your question, no, I'm not. Tune in to hear what the head hog has to say each Wednesday with the Sam Pittman Show. Brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer. This is SportsCenter. A difficult weekend for Division One football teams in the state of Arkansas. The Razorbacks fall 48-10 to at home against the Auburn Tigers. They are now 3-7 overall, 1-6 in Southeastern Conference play. UCA was the one bright spot of the weekend. They get a 27-24 victory over Eastern Kentucky. A Hail Mary at the last second of the game gets the Bears to 7-3 on the season. Arkansas State lost in Sunbelt action against South Alabama 21-14. They tried to mount a late rally. We're not able to do it. The Red Wolves are now 5-5 five and five overall. And finally, UAPB loses to Grambling State 43-14 on Friday. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. It's fall. And you know that means schools are back in. Leaves will be changing soon. Oh, and it means football. Friday Night Lights and action-packed weekend. And Chris Crane Hyundai gets you there in style. And with plenty of room to bring all your tailgate gear and crew of super fans. Get America's Best Warranty 10 years, 100,000 miles. And Hyundai Assurance. Right now, get up to $3,000 off new Hyundais this fall at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway. And online at ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Steve Fisher in Stuttgart, or Jay Vandover in Little Rock. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Shh. <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. (laughs) You're listening to the best midday sports talk show in all of Arkansas. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. Turner, play action, looking, pumps, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws, caught, Emmanuel Swift breaks the tackle, touchdown, Arkansas! Visit them in Conway today or check out chriscranehyundai.com. Play 
least the Texans won. How are you? Man, I'm uh, I'm I'm doing all right. I got uh look, it was so bad in Fayetteville that it, it there's, there's no really no reason to uh to get your dauber down about it, lose any sleep over it. it. It was it was so bad that uh there are no answers and then you turn around and I, I got a uh I I got uh, an unbelievable game here once again in in uh, with these Texans, man. So uh I'm doing all right, I suppose. Yeah, that's the upside. Hey, give me uh, before we dive into the Arkansas issues. Give me the take on Jimbo. Did you anticipate it would happen and happen now? And now, uh, I guess initial thoughts on where they go from here. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. I, I thought it could happen any any at any moment. Um, to be honest with you, I, I think it's probably a year too late. I mean, it, it, to be completely honest, I mean, you got guys smoking weed in the locker room after a game. Uh, you got your 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 leaders that are supposed to be going to SEC media days getting pulled over with guns and, and weed and, and, and apparently under the influence. I mean, you, you've got – I think it's a bigger issue at A&M from the standpoint of just culture. They've got talent. Um, like I said before, Bobby Petrino's a proven offensive mind. I mean, they've got the ingredients there to win. The culture, I believe, is, is just as, as bad as, as, you can, as it can be uh, for a college program. And, and that's – look, it's hard – uh, right now in college with these kids making money, with you having to kind of bend over backwards for these kids in a different way than you had to back in the day. So I, it, it's difficult, but A&M is, I think it's more of a culture issue than anything. So I, I'm surprised that they, they, uh, they waited this long to make the move. I, I thought, I thought Ross York, the, the, uh, the AD, I thought he did a tremendous job laying out the why. Um, why now? Why, why make the move? Why do it so early? What the next process is going to look like? How he talked to the, players and the staff and um i thought it all made perfect sense man so i'm not shocked at all that they that they made a move um i think i think elko out of duke the, the former defensive coordinator there is a real possibility um i think he's a head coach at duke right now he was the defensive coordinator at a&m uh, last year with jimbo um the last couple of years he's been at duke and done really well i i really think dan campbell the, the head coach of the detroit lions there's a real possibility that if he if he does if he ever wanted to go to college wanted to go into the college ranks now would be the time to, to strike while the iron's hot and do it at his alma mater about I don't know I don't, I don't know how far it is from uh, from where he was raised to, to college station but it's no more than an hour back home where his family's at so um, I think I think he's an outsider he's a long shot and I think Elko is probably the the, the leading candidate. Were you surprised with uh, the naming of the interim head coach? I, don't, I thought it was going to be. I would be. It would be Petrino since he had experience. Yeah, you know, I, I don't. Uh, I don't know from a personal standpoint. You know, who who uh, the guys personally, other than Petrino. But but I would imagine that that move was made more to hang on to recruits and to hang on to the current roster from a relationship standpoint. And and if anybody knows that Bobby Petrino doesn't have the warm and fuzzy relationships necessary to to do that we know it i mean at the very least i mean you're right the the head coach experience sure but but i I think that move was more about over the next let's call it a month or maybe even more like what what can what can they do to keep these recruits in in the in the basket so to speak and keep and and as we all know now you got to recruit your current roster as well keep your your you know your young guys how do you keep them on your roster and keep them from jumping ship in this first transfer window that's coming up. I mean, that's, I would imagine that that move was made more for that reason than, than head coach experience. You know, I, I love the thought of Dan Campbell coming back home. I think he's a great coach. I, he'd be great at A&M. But the, the issue is, it, it is recruiting. Campbell wouldn't be able to come to A&M until probably late January because of the football season and the, the success the, the Lions are having. And they'll be in the playoffs. Who knows when he could finally be the head coach at, at Texas A&M. How would you work around that? Well, I, I, it would be very easy for me. Um, I, I would call Dan, and if he's interested, uh, if he was willing to commit behind closed doors, then I would wait. Um, you know, I, I would I would wait and and uh, and, and take the risk. Uh, this is a long term play for A and M. They got to get this one right. And when you look at what Dan Campbell's done in Detroit, um, that's a place where where some of the best coaches have gone and 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 careers have fizzled or took a major hit. And he's got them rocking and rolling, man. So. Um, and he's got he's got uh, the background, the offensive background, obviously as a tight end, but the offensive background with Sean Payton and now his offensive coordinator Ben Johnson at Detroit is tremendous. Um, so I, I would wait for that guy right there. 
I would wait. Now he would have to convince me that hey, I, I want to get in the college game. I want to I want to co- commit to recruiting. Um, you know, I, I want to do all the things that that a, the college game requires of a head coach. He would have to convince me of that. But if he were in, I would wait until uh, the, they they were they were knocked out of the playoffs or they won a Super Bowl. Because you, look, you're talking about yeah, there's a little bit of a risk there. But um, boy, you talk about getting a coach that made a deep run in the playoffs with the Detroit Lions rebuilt that organization and potentially made a made a NFC championship or even a Super Bowl with that squad with Detroit, yeah, I would wait on that punch if it were me, if I was Amy. Let's start and join us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. We've been talking about Sam Pittman today. Can you see a scenario where, with the two other coaches being fired in the SEC this week, that he keeps his job? Where he keeps his job? No, I, I can't see where, where Sam, Pittman, Sam Pittman keeps his job at this point in time. I think, you know, I, again, I revert back to what uh, the AD at A&M had to say about Jimbo Fisher. And I, I think one thing, as he was talking, of course, I relate everything back to the University of Arkansas. And, and as I was listening to, to his spiel, um, you know, the, the, the emphasis that he put on, on the program going in the wrong direction is all I needed to hear. Now, he had, he had some great context, which I think applies to Arkansas as well. Um, uh, around A&M, but, but I, I think that's the biggest key here. I mean, I think Sam Pittman's lost the locker room. Uh, I, I, th- I think Sam Pittman is out of answers. Um, I, I think it's, at the end of the day, um, you know, you've got your leaders in the locker room that, that either can't wait to get out the door or have just completely thrown in the towel. you got players, which I, I, I tweeted this. I, 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 don't, I don't like um, seeing players, just generally speaking, in the NFL, I've seen it a lot around here with the Texans over the last couple of years. When you're putting just a, a an awful product on the field, if you're not embarrassed, if you're not in fear of losing your job, if you're not, um, I mean, just just angry, frustrated, to the point of where, hey man, that handshake or or, or that hug or, or that meeting at midfield, man, that can wait. I got to get in this locker room and 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 figure out what the hell's going on with my squad. Uh, or with my play personally, um, that that generally speaking bothers me. Just regardless of who it is, um, you know, I, I saw on the TV copy multiple guys, uh, including leaders on the team, that were I mean, all smiles, laughing, high fiving at, at, at uh, hugging at, at midfield. Um, I listened to DJ Williams' little podcast deal that, that uh, him and Josh Strong got going on, and DJ mentioned where he saw several offensive linemen doing the same thing. I mean, it's just. That, that you've lost it. Like you, the program is, is going in the wrong direction in a major, major way, and guys don't seem to care anymore. And, and that's um, to me, that's the, the, all the sign that I would need. Very curious about what the crowd looks like this weekend. Twenty. How about your voice? I hope it looks better than your voice sounds, baby. Big, big, big win in Conway, huh? Yeah, buddy. It was. Uh, I lost my mind a little bit, Clinton. I lost my voice in the process, <laughs> so it's the way it goes sometimes. Hell buddy. yeah, baby. It's fun, ain't it? Yeah, I, I usually only like to lose my voice from a hard weekend with the boys out of town, but uh, that's not what happened this week. But, yeah, um, what about uh, the rest of the league, I guess? Give me some thoughts on what else happened this weekend. We had Georgia running rough shot over Ole Miss, as I expected, and I uh, did not see Missouri blowing Tennessee out the way they did. That was impressive. Yeah, look, the, the Missouri blowout of Tennessee was impressive. The Auburn blowout of, of Arkansas was was uh, was impressive. Um, you know LSU and, and Florida. Obviously, once again, I will. Uh, it is crow that I will eat. Jaden Daniels is, is uh, got. He's got to be the, the front runner uh, for the Heisman right now. I know in these parts of the, these neck of the woods, he's getting he's getting most of the run um, with some other guys falling off. So I was completely wrong there. He goes out there and absolutely lights it up once again. And then uh, Jalen Milrow, another guy that I've had I've had doubts on consistently. We talked about it last week on our show here in Houston. Jalen Milrow. Uh, at Alabama, I'm not convinced that he can sit in the pocket and win games from the pocket. But well, the, the deep ball and the athletic ability sure is a lethal combination right now for for uh, the, the the Crimson Tide. You know, I mean, I, it's one thing about I think Nick Saban that has been that has been highly underrated. I mean, defensive minded head coach has gone out there created his own offensive system that he forces play callers that and use his system so his guys. Don't have to learn a new system year in year out. His program's not dependent on being able to retain an offensive coordinator or not. And somehow, with that said, that alone is is unbelievable that he's been able to do it. But with that said, he's been able to go from the old school run dominant 
um, with the with the, uh, the 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 McElroys and all those guys win titles with that guy. The, the pro style, just just be a distributor to the dual threat guys that he had that that, that won games at a high level to the the Tua's and the Mac Jones who were just high level processors. To now all of a sudden he's back to a a true dual threat athlete that struggles in the intermediate pass game but can throw the big ball and 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 is is electric with his feet and he's winning again. He's developing that guy again. So. Um, that, that to me, that's the the two headliners are, are Daniels and and in uh, Milrow, those two quarterbacks, and how they've developed and and where they're at right now. While we're talking about quarterbacks, I want to hit on C.J. Stroud because I was watching that game yesterday, and he made one of the uh, worst decisions you can make as a quarterback late in that game, and I thought it was going to cost them. But then to give him credit, he bounced back and brings them back down the field, and they find a way to win a game that they should have won, but they lost it and came back and won it anyway. It was crazy. <laughs> Wes, it is, it's absolutely nuts what this kid's able to do, man. I mean, yeah, that, that was a, a poor decision. Um, he got a little, I mean, I know it was just a crossing route and he got, but he got, a, mentally he got a little aggressive right there trying to do too much with flaring that ball over that defensive, that defensive back that was undercutting that crossing route and, and it, it bit him, right? And, and he had a couple of moments like that late in the ball game. He threw a go route on third and one, which was, which is ill-advised, low percentage on third and one. Um, so he, he's gonna, he's gonna learn from that. But what this kid continues to do, and, and what I think is, is nationally kind of going on the flying under the radar, we've talked about it on this show before with you guys, is if you watch him play, he's not, he's not right now, I think he's leading the league in, in yards per game passing. And he's not, he doesn't have a 50-50 ball guy that turns it into an 80-20. He doesn't have a, a, a burner that's running go routes and deep posts over the top. He doesn't have a receiver on this staff that, that commands a bunch of attention like a Jamar Chase or a Jefferson or back in the day, the Odell Beckham Juniors, or the Terrell Owens in the Cowboy days. You know, you, you, he doesn't have those guys. And so what him and Bobby Slowick are doing, Bobby Slowick's the offensive coordinator, what they're doing statistically is, is tremendous. It's unbelievable. Some of the things have never been done before by a rookie. But if you watch the game, the the level of difficulty that, that goes into how these guys are stockpiling these stats, it's hard to believe what they're doing week in, week out. I mean, they took Noah Brown. Noah Brown had a had a hundred and seventy something yards this week, hundred and fifty something yards last week. Um, and again, this guy's. I mean, he's catching the ball with five, ten yards of separation. I mean, it, it's it's tremendous what uh, what Bobby Sloak and and uh, C.J. Stroud have been able to do. And C.J. Stroud is um, again doing things that we've never seen a rookie do. Clint, I want to talk about some other things, but we have to go to the break, and so we will talk about it on Friday. Let me ask you this. Make a, make a prediction. When we talk to you on Friday, will Sam Pittman be the head coach at the University of Arkansas? No, I, I, think, no, I, think, it's, I think it's all but done. I mean, I, I, think, the, I think the way this thing's rolling, um, Justin, it, 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 you're crazy if you wait until the end of the year, if you wait beyond some of these transfer windows. And I don't know the exact dates, but the sooner you get a jump on, on making a move, um, you know, the the better. I, I don't I don't think Sam lasts a week, no. Okay. Should, we'll see. Enjoy I was going to ask, should the boys. move already have been done? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Again, I mean, Mississippi State and A&M are making big-time moves, and you don't want to get in line behind a couple of more if more schools make the move. So, um, yeah, I, I think they, they, they should have already they should have already done it, and, and um, I don't think he makes a week. Okay. Clint, thanks. We'll talk Friday. All right, boys. I'll be good. All right, thanks to Chris Crane Hyundai. We got to hit a break. DK, hang on. We'll hit you out of the break. Uh, we got some game balls, jock straps next hour. Lots of them. Scott Maxfield joining us next hour as well. We'll also talk to Ryan McGee from ESPN, and uh, looking forward to that. Big O Tires is ready for you right now. It's the sale you've been waiting for all year long. Black Friday at Big O Tires. Up to $140 instant savings on select set of Michelin tires. Buy three, get one free on Cooper Tires. Instant savings and rebates on almost every tire they stock. Get ready for cold weather with huge savings on service, too. You get 0% interest when you use your Big O card credit, a Big O credit card. That'll give you a little something extra in Santa's pocket this Christmas. Black Friday, Big O Tires going on. Take advantage of it. It only rolls around once a year. And Big O Tires is ready for you right now. Two locations, Cabot and Conway. Conway, they're on Hark Rider in Cabot's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger's. Big O Tires, the team we trust.
Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. The end of the year is going to be here before you know it. You know what that means. Great deals on a new ride. Alcoa Community FCU has some of the most aggressive auto loan rates in central Arkansas. Apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org for your next auto loan. The best way to show up for tailgate season is with Mark McClarty Ford. Come see one of the largest selections of the best tailgating vehicles stadium parking lots have ever seen. And right now, take a whopping $12,000 off brand new Ford F-150s. That's $12,000 off. All with a five-star legendary car buying experience. Come visit Mark McClarty Ford today. Off Highway 67 and at markmclartyford.com. Better prices, even better customer service. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Serious injuries happen every day. If it happens to you, don't wait. Dial 8. Dial 8 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. 888-8888. We can meet you online, at your house, or wherever is easiest for you. Dial 8. 888-8888 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. We've got you covered, Arkansas. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Rainwater Holton Sexton. 888-8888. Responsible attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com. With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today, or find them at RiverValleyTractor.com. Work smarter, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Hey y'all, this is Brandy and Leah from Frontier Diner, home of real country cooking. We have the best breakfast around. Check out our Facebook page for our daily lunch specials, such as meatloaf, beef tips, and chicken dressing. Don't forget our cheese burgers and sweet tea, sandwiches and salads, homemade desserts made fresh every day. Open for breakfast and lunch Monday through Saturday. Come see us at Frontier Diner in Little Rock. Take the baseline exit off of I-30 across the interstate from Home Depot, where you come as guests and leave as family. Queen Grove gets in the zone each week courtesy of Bell and Sword, 1011 Oak Street in Conway. From boots to suits, they have everything for the best dressed man, Bell and Sword. You're back in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. To get into the show, call or text 661-1037. Now, let's see what Justin and Wes have to say on the Buzz Radio Network. The ones that hate me the most look just like me. You tell me what that means. Make a slick comment and see what that brings. I've seen it go down. We can reenact things. Extreme like BMXing. These boys can they BMXing. People in the city see the movement. All right, well, welcome back. We just got a few minutes left here in this hour. We're at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Ryan McGee will join us coming up in a bit. Let's get DK in here out of Little Rock. What's up, DK? How you doing? I'm blessed, fellas. Uh, hope y'all doing all right. Look here now. Realistically. I know nobody really didn't think Arkansas was going to win. Now, come on now. The guy came in here last year with a lesser team and beat you by one. He came in here this year with a better team. I didn't expect you to get blowed out 48 to 10, but surely you didn't think you was going to win. This guy done beat Nick Saban at least once or twice. Has Sam ever did that? Hell yeah. to the no. So come on now. <laughs> surely, I, I surely. Not, I thought it was a toss-up game, DK. Honestly, like I did not expect. Uh, nobody expected the blowout. Hell, I don't think Hugh Freeze would have said he would have expected that to go that way. Hell to the no. For Arkansas to give up 350 yards rushing or 367 or whatever it was, I mean, there's just no way to get beat that's, the way they did is the thing that's so. That's crazy. Gustav. That's Gustavo, best friend, man. That's Gustavo, best friend. And he did the same thing to Brett. Put that same Russian attack on Brett that Freeze put on Sam Pitt. But I didn't expect to get blowed out. Y'all have a good one. All right, DK. Appreciate you. Um, Yeah, let's don't forget Arkansas was a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, which means on a neutral field they're probably 
It's a toss-up or they're a small dog, and if they go to Auburn, they're... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Who cares? I mean, it's, at this point, it doesn't make any difference. Um, how about we hit some Southern Structural Solutions text line? Is anybody even bothering, or are they just giving up on us? Are you following that? Yeah. You got We've some got issues? some uh, comments on our stream. Go ahead, Christian. Give it to me. Nick Ray says Sam Pittman's tenure has been a coin flip. In 2021, nine and three could have easily been six and six or seven and five. True. 2022, seven and six could have easily been nine and three. Here and there. I feel Sam's tenure will always be that way. Yeah. You know, I was doing a radio show today, this morning, and uh, uh, one of the co-hosts covers the Florida Gators, and he said the same thing. It's, it's crazy how the SEC, there are so many just kind of average teams, and so many games are just decided could go either way. And this team could have been, you know, 9-3, and three, but they lose a couple of one-possession games, do something stupid, or the other team does something great, and all of a sudden you're 6-6. Six and six. It's kind of the SEC these days. On the Southern Structural Solutions text line, this person says, saw someone on Twitter joke about getting Mike McDaniel from the Dolphins since he's only making $3.5 million there as the head coach. McDaniel is our must. I don't... Uh, I just I'll take don't that little nerd. Yeah, I would too. I just don't see NFL guys coming down at the college level. But if you can, and they make more money in the college level. Make, but if you make double, I mean, double's double. Yeah. But so maybe they don't want to do all the things that a college coach has to do. Yeah, maybe so. They actually have an off season in the NFL. That's true. Wes, you think the next hog head coach should be more of a control authority instead of a Pittman type? I don't think it matters. I think you can win either way. I think it, it has to be someone that brings uh, – and I hate to – because I don't you – know, Petrino's not coming back, but it's got to be somebody like that that's got that offensive mind that can win you games with lesser talent. Yeah. It's got to be that kind of guy. This person says we're going to lose – win ugly against FIU, lose ugly to Missouri, and if they keep Pittman around, we're going to be trash next year. Uh, this person says Hogs laid an egg against Auburn. Wasn't good, but the loss to BYU was terrible. Didn't see the defense playing bad from the start of the game to the finish. I didn't see that either. Uh, by the way, Iowa State went to Provo this weekend and obliterated the Cougars. Um, that's a terrible loss for Arkansas. So <laughs> that was the beginning of the end. So we'll see what happens. I, I think, honestly, like I have enough respect for Sam Pittman. I think he's going to do the right thing, and we'll see what that looks like. I'm, I've been wrong before. Uh, we got an hour coming up. Second hour three. Brian McGee will join us. And we got the Big O Tires Red White Report, too. Please stay tuned. We're going to have some fun, by God, whether you like it or not. Brings back basketball tonight. Woo! Let's turn the page. And we're still need to set a fire in here. Seriously, what are we doing, Double Tree? It doesn't need to be 13 degrees in It's fall. And you know that means schools are back in. Leaves will be changing soon. Oh, and it means football. Friday night lights and action-packed weekend. And Chris Crane Hyundai gets you there in style. And with plenty of room to bring all your tailgate gear and crew of super fans. Get America's Best Warranty, 10 years, 100,000 miles. And Hyundai Assurance. Right now, get up to 3,000.